Hello, my fellow nerds, and welcome to the Captain's Quarters, the unofficial Star Trek rewatch podcast. We are two guys rewatching the entire Star Trek franchise, starting at the beginning of the official timeline. So that means we're starting with Star Trek Enterprise, and today we're talking about Star Trek Enterprise Season 4, Episode 2? Two? 2? Yeah, but the reason I, the reason I hesitate is because it's called Stormfront, but it's Part 2. Um, and so, my name's Gabe, I'm with my co-captain Jason. Make it so, Jason. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Jason, and... Before we get started, bravo, man. Last time you predicted pretty oh, much no. all of the major points of this episode. You predicted that this oh. this whole like not space Nazi arc would only last two episodes. I that be- was luck. I believe you predicted the Lenin assassination. I so n- I did not. I did not predict it to the detail, but I said, I do remember saying that the only logical way that I think the writers could have done this was to knock off one of the world's leaders. And I was like, it's either got to be Stalin or, you know, one of the Russian leaders or President uh, Roosevelt. Um, And so I wasn't sure. Yeah. But yeah. So as it turns out, they didn't assassinate the current Russian leader. They they assassinated the like World War One ish era Russian guy, right? Lenin. Yeah, they they assassinated Vladimir Lenin in 1916, and therefore the Bolshevik Revolution did not occur. And apparently, Tsarist Russia continued properly, and. Hitler and Germany did not think that they were that Russia would be a power or a threat to them so they could focus purely on the western front. And subsequently then won against the western front to the point where the Nazis uh were able to invade America and so this episode takes place these two episodes takes place in an alternate reality where the the Nazis are are in America back in, uh, I believe, the 40s, the 1940s. And Hitler, uh, at the beginning of this episode, actually takes a trip to America. And the Nazis have made a deal with with an alien species. Um, the aliens are helping them win the war. And one of the things they did was go back in time and, and assassinate Lenin. But they're also helping them with, like, uh, with weaponry like they have p51s with uh futuristic um guns plasma rifles plasma, plasma rifles. rays okay. yeah plasma rays yeah yeah and <clears throat> stuff like that and, and in in return um this alien species is supposed to receive supplies so that they can get back to their timeline because they're basically stuck in the past they were able to go back in time but they're not able to get back to where they came from so it's like a back to the future situation. The Nazis are helping them acquire the parts to build a time machine to go forward. And um, the Enterprise, when they destroyed the Zindi weapon, got tangled up in all this, uh, this temporal war. And so the Enterprise was sent back in time 
to stop this uh, alien species. And so in, in last episode, we talked about most of what I just said, but uh, at the end of last episode, uh, Mayweather and, um, and Tucker were captured by the Nazis. And um, in this episode, um, in one of the one of the ways that that Tucker got down to earth was because Silic, the Sulaban, who we've known throughout this series, uh, basically stole a shuttle pod. So they they were going down to earth to to get their shuttle pod. And so um, in this episode, the place where Tucker and and uh, Mayweather are being held, Silic goes and he assumes the form of Tucker. And so this, the, the head of the aliens makes contact um, with uh, Enterprise. By the way, the aliens are called the, the Nakul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they make, they make contact with the Enterprise and they basically say, hey, we'll give you back Tucker and Mayweather if you help us out. Because the, the um, tech on your ship will, will speed up this project we've got going down here on Earth. And so Archer meets with them and he, and he receives what he thinks is Tucker and Mayweather. Uh, but it turns out um, it's actually, it's actually Silic who's a, you know, a shapeshifter pretending to be Tucker. And, um, so Silic is on board the Enterprise. Phlox, Dr. Flox figures it out that it's not, that it's not Tucker. Uh, they put him in the brig. Um, they're like, where's Tucker? Tucker's still down there. So now, so now Archer and Silic go down to earth to save Tucker. Uh, they're able to do so. Uh, and they're also able to um, like place charges on the Nakul's weapon, and they blow it up. And they, in the act of blowing it up, um, the timeline fixes itself. And there's a whole like sequence where they show, like the timeline fixing itself. And in the process of it fixing itself, uh, Agent Daniels apparently. Uh, is alive now but archer tells him this is it like no more intervening with us like leave us alone um we've done our part daniels actually seems to be okay with this it seems like perhaps they've done enough to maintain the timeline and that's uh so yeah they get tucker they go back to the enterprise um and they um stop the aliens fix the timeline and what i don't understand though is how them destroying the weapon in you know 1940 or whatever they're in uh 44 44 the alternate 1940 yeah how them destroying the machine in 1944 how does that stop the lenin assassination in 1916 Do you know? Yeah, I, I don't. And I thought that was going to be... The, I, thought, I thought it was going to really get back to the future. I mean, I didn't think we, that it was going to get back. I, I thought it, it may have had a chance to go have a back to the future. You got to burn the almanac. 
right? Yeah, exactly. You, know, you got to go back to that point in time. Yeah. And stop it from skewing into the tangent. Right. Um, uh, the alternate 1944. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, that's why I thought that was gonna go. Um, I I was hoping that it was gonna be, you know, you got to go back and stop the assassin from assassinating Vladimir Lenin. But I I have no idea how that. I guess I guess I guess the MacGuffin, as you as as you would call it, mm-hmm. is Vosk. You kill Vosk and. You know, um, it's kind of like that. Kind of like that brain worm that Archer had. If you yeah. if you kill it in this time, it affects yeah. all of the time that it but, existed. But the other thing too was when they get back to the future. Get back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> when they get back to twenty one fifty two, at the end, there are more alien ships that escort enterprise back to earth so i'm wondering if that didn't necessarily change if that didn't necessarily change the assassination attempt and that remained true and you know the rest of the timeline kind of falls back into place more or less because uh. I did notice there were more alien ships when they returned to Earth in twenty one fifty two, so I, I'm not entirely certain if that like if that made if it changed the timeline to that nth degree of you know stopping Lenin's assassination and maybe there is no Soviet Union, and who knows? To your they knowledge, they didn't talk about it. <laughs> well, they they did though say they said what you're saying like, um. I think at, at the beginning of the episode, they're like, if we, f- uh, I think it's Reed who goes, I thought we were here to fix the timeline. Yeah. Um, basically saying like, well, if we're here, like, how are we going to fix the timeline in this time if this assassination occurred 30 years ago? And they don't answer yeah. it. He asks the question and nobody answers it, and the episode doesn't right. answer it. Um, yeah. So they're so they're aware of this of this contradiction, um, but they don't seem to say anything about it. So, but but yes. the the presence of those alien ships does that contradict the lore of like the original series? There being like alien uh... ships on Earth. No, I. Uh, no, not technically, because, you know, at the, from that mo- <sighs> No, I don't think so, because I don't think the original series ever touches on pre-Federation Accords, which is what this is, right? Okay. I mean, they do make references to... You know, the Vietnam War and all that kind of stuff. Or, you know, wars that happened in the 60s and, you know, when the original series ran. But I I don't recall if they ever got into this detail where, you know, Enterprises, you know, the writers for Enterprises can find to that and say, oh, Spock or McCoy said this or whatever the case might be. I don't think they did that. I don't think they do that. Okay cool 
One of the things I liked about this episode was um, the the Vosk, the the leader of the Nakul. Mm-hmm. You know, you know mm-hmm. when when he meets with Archer and does attempts to do like a prisoner swap type thing, or you know, we give you the prisoners, you help us out. Yeah, he's, he's not like a good guy, but he is. No, he comes across as sort of reasonable you know the the idea that he was willing to to have like a rational uh discussion and um Mm -hmm. you know uh the the he like you you could say he has a valid point of these temporal accords um they're they're basically saying you're not allowed to use time travel to do exactly what they did, which is go alter the timeline for for your own benefit. And yet, that's exactly what Agent Daniels continually does throughout this series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so he, mm-hmm. so Vosk does have a very good point that yeah. that that's exactly what what Daniels has done. Well, the other thing too, the other thing too is that. Vosk was getting frustrated by the Fuhrer and, you know, the Nazis by not, um, they were, you know, the the Nakul and the the Nazis were, you know, a partnership, but it seemed like an uneasy partnership. Uh, Both sides still accused each other of not living up to their agreement. I don't necessarily think Vosk had any you know stake in Hitler or Nazi Germany's global domination ambitions Um, I just think that you know it was interesting to me that that there were cracks and that he was like okay I don't this isn't working out as well as I hoped maybe I can look for other alternatives and you know brokering a deal with Archer because he's got you know futuristic technology will help me get back to my time because mm-hmm. that's what his ultimate I mean I, <laughs> whether that is his ultimate aim or not who knows because you know his ultimate aim probably was to dominate the timeline we don't know if he was lying to Archer or not yeah. Or he was trying to be deceiving. If he was uh, being deceiving. Right. And we know, I mean, we know that he's not a great guy because the very um, the the very first scene in, in this episode is him talking to, to the Nazi, like, commander. And, you know, things aren't necessarily going well with their agreement. And, exactly. And he, you know, he says... Um, don't don't make make no mistake like you know even though like we are not equals even though we're we're working together like you're squabbling over like a little piece of land we dominate entire systems i think is what he says right yep exactly and so um he's he's clearly like a a conqueror and and not a great guy so yeah um, exactly yeah 
and then he ends up killing that that nazi yes he does gen- general he or whatever the, uh, general yes he does yes yeah oh so but um then he ends up dying um when when they blow up the uh the the time machine and yeah. and so i was saved from uh some prolonged yeah. arc of yeah. you know an, another season in a in a little bubble that 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 didn't yes. that didn't mean anything so i was happy so i was going to ask you about that did yeah. was this a because they've been i mean yes season 2 or i'm sorry season 3 was very much you know the zindi arc and all that did did you find this to be a fitting end to the temporal cold war cuz it feels like it is the end of the temporal cold war yeah i actually do i i think it was even though i've been like complaining about it um mm-hmm. i actually do think this was a, a pretty good end to it really okay yeah and and another thing too with that is this totally went over my head when yeah. we when we talked about part one, this idea of the Nazis um, and the occult and like aliens like it's a recurring thing in conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, about oh, yeah. about like the Nazis and you know like like Indiana Jones. Um, yes, yes. Uh, Raiders and uh, Last Crusade. Right, exactly. Like the 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 Nazis had a real world obsession with the occult, but this has this has uh, brought on all kinds of conspiracy theories about like mm-hmm. there was some some uh, Antarctic thing, like some base in Antarctica that's like this conspiracy theory where like. The Nazis uh, and the aliens were working together to like build this base on Antarctica, and somehow America was involved with it, and it's all top secret, of course. Um, so, it, I I really minimized it last time to be like, oh, we're just like, you know, uh, basically having um, Nazis in space, <laughs> but but really, but really, like it was in keeping with maybe more like established like sort of fiction tropes and it just completely went over my head so you mean outside of the empire right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah good good point yeah star wars reference there Mm -hmm. for those people who yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah no yeah but I mean, it's, you know, I, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just it's totally Indiana Jones, right? The, yeah. The, this... Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's it 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 behooves me now, and it and it it, be, it bewilders me now that you mention it that we didn't talk about that last time. <laughs> that it was oh here we go again Nazis in space and Nazis and aliens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, par- so I guess you and me both. In in my defense, though, I don't necessarily like. I I get the connection of like the occult and aliens both being like falling into the conspiracy theory thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's the connection I didn't make because I don't consider the aliens to be the occult. But um, 
it is it is very fitting. So yeah, I I think even I think no 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 Kingdom of the Crystal Skull the Lost. I I looked it up. That um, was, there were Russians. Th- there was a Russians. Russians, not, Russians. Not, not not Nazis. Okay, that's a really good memory there, man. Like um, that was such a forgettable movie. I'm surprised yeah. you remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm still a big Indiana Jones fan. I'm, you know, and I did you see that the trip? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get off topic here. Yeah, the the uh, the new one, the trailer came out. Yeah, today or yesterday or something. Yeah, and no, no Shia LaBeouf. Um, to be. Oh, thank goodness. There right? is a cut. There is a cut up there. <laughs> there is a mother cut up there. <laughs> yeah. And and I believe um uh I be- did I see Sala John Reese yes. Davies yes. in the in the in the trailer and I from yeah. what I understand Gimli Short Round or the the actor who plays Short Round Oh really? Uh, also comes back. Was he in the trailer? I don't trailer? know if he's still Short Round in the next in the new movie but who knows. Was he in the trailer? Uh no, but I f- um, I follow him on Twitter. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because apparently he posted a photo on set, and oh. I don't know if he was on set for one day or whatever, but he may be in the movie. I don't know. I hope so. I love him. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. You call him Doctor Jones, lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the adult version of that is. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, off topic. <laughs> no, it's all good. I think it's just because you and I are not even remotely into like conspiracy type theories. Yeah, no. And no, so I think no. that's probably why we didn't Although pick up on I it. I think everybody carries at least one, right? Sure. That they, I think maybe, you know, everyone carries at least one conspiracy theory that, you know, they take as their mantle and you know i could be wrong yeah yeah no you're right i probably have like two rattling around but i don't i don't hold on to them and i would never dare bore someone with like you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) sitting them down and laying it all out (laughs) there's some stuff that doesn't add up yeah Okay. But, um, yeah, anyway, where do you think this goes from here? Because I have no idea. Oh, I think, I hope, so I hope they kind of go back to a more um, Star Trek episodic kind of deal. Yeah. And and I know listeners, I know you're probably here he goes again, but I am and here I go again, but you know, this episode again plot driven, you know, no like there was very little character development other than maybe Vosk in this episode. Yeah. And maybe a little bit Archer and Silic. Maybe yeah. a little bit. But there wasn't a lot of again character development and 
and maybe this is just my Eurocentric, you know, because a lot of, you know, before um, Hollywood used to have a reputation of great stories and European films used to have had this reputation of great character pieces and character explorations. And that's what I really enjoy about a lot of Star Trek is that the the really, really good ones, not only do they talk about the, you know, do they talk, do they address racism and sexism and all this kind of stuff, but there's also great character development. And that's where we fall in love with all these characters. And that's what makes them human. And that's what's been missing from this fran this franchise for quite a bit of its four seasons so far. So I really hope that we get more of the, you know, explore space and uh, character development with episodes. You know, to Paul and Archer, to Paul and 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 Tucker, and you know, Archer's just growth as a captain and all that other kind of stuff. So with that being said, what did you think of this episode? Um, I'm uh, sorry, how do you rate this episode? Yeah, so thank yeah. you for that. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm going to try something new for this season. Uh, I'm going to have a Pips rankings. And so for those Star Trek fans, you know, the ranking pins of uh, bridge officers and all officers on this. Uh, so I'm going to give this a lieutenant command. I'm going to give this a lieutenant rating, a two out of four. Wow. And I reserve the right to use six because that's what, you know, Vice Admirals would have, but four, you know, Captain, uh, three for Commander, two and a half for Lieutenant Commander, two for uh, Lieutenant, and then one pip uh, for Ensign, um, and then no pips for junior grade officers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to give this a Lieutenant episode. Okay. There were bits of it that I really enjoyed, um, but then there was a lot of, again... I hit on the character development mm -hmm. and the plot was, you know, in, I thought it was a little thin and I just don't love, I just didn't love the way that, and the other was the ending of the uh, cold of the temporal cold war. Okay. Like killing off Silic. I know a lot of people probably don't like, didn't like Silic mm -hmm. or the Suliban in general because they're not, you know, popular alien species um, within mm -hmm. the fandom. Yeah. But, you know, I thought, oh, okay, so Silic gets shot and he dies. That was anticlimactic, and I think the ending was a little anticlimactic as well. I I appreciated the the um, back and forth a bit, though, between Silic and Archer. Like, Oh, yeah, no, that was great. Mm -hmm. That was great, yeah. That was absolutely great. And that's why I mentioned, you know, maybe there was some character development there with that, you know, Silic pointing out, oh, Captain, you've changed and grown and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was a little, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> a little disappointing with then. But I will say I, I loved the 1940s newsreel beginning. I love that, you know, seeing yeah. Hitler in new york city and uh <laughs> that was great as a history buff i love that yeah and then the timeline where 
Daniels pulls Archer and you see the timeline fix itself or correct itself. Right. I love that those images they had like I saw, you know, uh Gemini and I saw uh Margaret Thatcher, I think, and a couple other cool, you know, little shots on the screen. That was a pretty cool visual effect. Yeah. Yeah, that that could have been really hokey, but it, it turned out pretty good. So Yeah. Yeah, and the the reel at the beginning that was a very um it was good exposition, but it was also just um you, you know, like pointing out how they use propaganda to to yeah. to sort of win half the war because it wasn't just talking about Hitler coming to America, it was also like about he's a savior, right? He's Yes, yes, uh, yes. How he can unite the American people to rebuild and reboost its economy. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. So what do you think? I know you like that yeah. it ended the Cold War, but I, you know, what are your thoughts on the episode itself? Uh, I really enjoyed the the intro the intro scenes with Vosk. I thought I thought thought that uh, that actor was very powerful, very menacing, um, but very calculating. I thought he did a great job. Um, he's a, maybe my favorite villain so far because, oh, because, okay. because of just the actor. I thought did such a tremendous job there. And I thought his dialogue was really well written. Um, and, and I did, um, Silic has done enough bad stuff. You could never like, I don't think he'd ever totally redeem himself, but um, the the moments between Silic and Archer, I I would say they're almost touching. They're um, you know they they could never be true allies, I guess, but they were working together, and uh, I don't know. There's just something there I really liked about this episode, um, and uh, I was surprised they killed him off. I I, yeah. I thought he was going to be one one of those ones that was going to be around forever, but um, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Again, I didn't think that he was going to be the you know use for a lack of a better term the MacGuffin to end the Cold War. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise for me because I was like, okay, you haven't talked <clears throat> about it before, haven't addressed it before, and now you know he's the one that changes the timeline. Yeah, I hope we. I still want to know who the shadowy figure is. I I kind of suspect that we're not going to find out. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's over. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, but yeah, other than that, are you gonna always think of it as Archer? Hmm. Because I think this is I I because you know you're a Christopher Nolan fan like I. You know that kind of leave that gives you your own Star Trek Enterprise TV show to say, you know, in daydream in your head, mm-hmm. you know who. Yeah. You know. Man, I don't know. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna hold back until we finish this season. Okay. I'll give you a I'll give you a better answer then. Okay. Okay. I'm not I'm not prepared to answer that. It's it's not that okay. I'm holding back an answer. I just feel like I haven't worked it out yet. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I guess initially 
I know I probably said Archer in the past, but like right now, I feel like it's probably Daniels. Okay. Just because that seems to be Daniels' role. Okay. And, you know, why obscure his face unless we know who it is they don't want to ruin who they don't want to ruin the surprise of who it is so i feel like it has to be sure someone we know so i don't know i think it's daniels but okay yeah and i have no idea where we're gonna go from here um okay uh, you, okay yeah. you jumped ahead of me i was gonna ask you where do you think now that the temporal cold war and the zindi arc are now wrapped up and done i just have no idea um okay yeah, I um I don't know. I I got nothing. Okay. Other other than maybe like a a a Tucker scene um visiting I don't know. Has he been back home since his sister died? Uh no. No, and, and because that's what we were—that's what he was wanting when yeah. the the Zindi arc wrapped. But then they were sent, then we were sent back into time. Yeah, so <clears throat> something something to that effect of him properly mourning his sister. Okay. Yeah, but that's all I got, man. Not much. Kind of like a shore leave episode. Something like that, yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, was there anything else you want to talk about with this episode? Um, oh, yeah, the, the, I, I really liked Alicia Tanvers, that, that character, and I, I thought they kind of did her a disservice by not having her in this episode as much, uh, as episode, or the first episode, Mm -hmm. and, um. Yeah, I just a little disappointed, but other than that, I'm yeah. I think we I think we got it. Okay, cool. And then uh, of course we have to talk about Andor because Andor con- yes. concluded. Concluded, yeah. Um, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, it was fantastic. Uh, Brilliant. M- yeah, M- Marva, who's Andor's adoptive mother has she just has a really great really great like monologue um gives you chills and um it's just a great show i could go on and on about it um every scene every scene is good and all the dialogue is good and just really really inspiring so there is a Online, I don't know, rumor, debate that Luthen is a Jedi. Is a Jedi, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. What do you do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I it's convincing, right? Because I mean yeah. Oh real okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. When he's he says when he gives the Kyber crystal to Andor, he says something to the effect yeah. of like this means so much i don't know what he says this means a lot to me i need this yes back. it means more than a life or my life or your life or something yeah and that's yeah. that's a pretty peculiar statement i you know i didn't even pick up on it that perhaps it was from his lightsaber i assumed it was a, a prelude to 
what happens in Rogue One um, with with uh, them. I, I haven't seen Rogue One in a long time, so I don't remember what the planet's called when they go and there's the kyber crystal, like, is it a mine or is it a repository? Um, Jetta. Is that what it was? Okay. I, yeah. I assumed somehow it was tied to that like like he ultimately oh i see yes i could see that yes yeah 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 but but the fact that um he also has like a staff that looks like a lightsaber and people are speculating well maybe the kyber crystal goes inside that staff and it is the staff is his old lightsaber and uh there's more connections than that Uh, yeah so the other one was that other great monologue from episode 11 or 10 where he is having a the conversation with the mole inside the ISB um right he talks about giving up everything right his entire life and a lot of fans speculate that you know that sacrifice was that he was a Jedi and now it's kind of transitioned over to the rebellion. Right. That when he says everything, he's talking about the effects of order 66. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Man, I don't know. That would be really cool if, if it's, if it's true. Um, uh, And then, you know, just like his, his antiques showroom has a lot of Jedi, yeah. Jedi um, relics. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but the, that, but that to me, that seemed a little thin because that to me was just that he's, you know, posing as a. I mean, you know, he's a he's an art dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that one I for me I don't know I was like that. That to me is a little bit of a stretch, but okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I could see it both ways. On one hand, that would be sort of like tipping your hand. Like if you're trying to hide as a Jedi, yes. do you really want to yes. hide? Do you really want to like hide amongst a bunch of Jedi yes. relics? But on the other yes. hand, someone's got to preserve this stuff because some of those yes. were like important, like the um, the. Uh, the mother or i'm sorry the the father and the daughter and the son this is the daughter and the son yep. yeah mm-hmm. that that wall and that was an important part of of the um rebels um so important important piece of force history so yeah. it's amazing <clears throat> how i think i may have seen one website or two websites that have like you know where fans have said you know had taken stills of those scenes inside the art Mm -hmm. gallery yeah and like pointed you know this is that and this is i'm like wow that's yeah wow yeah (laughs) it's amazing it's amazing what the fandom i know right has picked out it's amazing and what's more amazing what's more amazing is that you know the creators of the show took you know the artists in the props department 
put in all of those hours. Yeah. To put in, you know, the staff of Ra in the back. Not the staff of Ra, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You know, those kinds of things from other shows and movies from the universe and put them in there and you're like... <gasps> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's what? it It's in the... It's a blurry background for a millisecond, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It it's is. amazing. Yeah, I live for that stuff. <clears throat> and it's one of the things I like about The Legend of Zelda is it's... Nintendo is very friendly with respect to, like, a- allowing you to use their footage and screenshots and stuff. Whereas um, this show being on Disney+, Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean I'm sure I could figure it out, but I I don't even know how people make those screenshots because if you're watching it on your phone and you take a, a screenshot, it has it has some sort of security measure that blacks it out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Most most streaming services have that oh. in place. So if, wow i didn't okay if you try to record your screen it, it just blacks it out and so okay okay like there's so many things i would love to tweet out but i, I yeah. just don't have the footage and the only the only times i have the footage is when i go watch one of these youtubers who have figured out the workaround um yeah okay but but so yeah let alone being able to find those things myself because um I mean, I guess I could pause it and do it that way, but mm-hmm, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how well you can zoom in and stuff like that. So, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a lot you can do with the screenshot, screenshot, for sure, zoom for sure, in, for sure. play with the contrast and stuff. I don't know. So for sure, for I, sure, I agree. I, I think it's cool that people are out there doing that stuff. We, we definitely, yep. yeah, and and so I, I, I kind of wanted to kind of get your take on. Mon Mothma and mm-hmm. that whole dealio of like the 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 length that she went to in episode twelve, mm-hmm. where her daughter does. It seems like she is marrying her daughter to the son of the. Yeah, the, the job yeah. of the hut of yeah, of, yeah, of her thank home you. World. Yeah, 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 man. Um, I think like obviously it's it's kind of gut wrenching, you know. You can tell it wasn't an easy decision for. Her. It, I do think though that she did size up the kid and yeah, thought okay. that he was different enough from the dad. Um, that it was like, I think that was a justification for her. Um, right, right. So, I don't know, man. That's okay. the The show also, you know, made their relationship so contentious that it was like, yes, almost easier for her to do it. Yes. Like, you don't get the sense that they're, like, super close. I mean, it's, it's kind of messed up to say, but it's like, um, I don't know. You feel for her, for sure. So. Yeah. And, and, and thank you for bringing, and thank you for saying that, because it, to me, it just adds, 
I mean, to think about it, she gets, what? A minute? Mm-hmm. In... In uh, Return of the Jedi? Two minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Mm-hmm. Admiral Akbar, please. You know, and then that now with the other shows that have had her in it, mm-hmm. you're, you kind of, for me anyways, it makes her more rounded and real and how much she has had to sacrifice uh you know for this rebellion right yeah you mm-hmm. know yeah it it yeah it again it's that character development thing where it's like okay yes awesome you know we're getting more and more elements of who she is and the sacrifices that she's had to make for this rebellion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know... And boy, the driver. Oh, 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 man. Oh, you sneaky little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, one of the... One of the... um, or Actually, the only YouTuber that I watch who does, like, the episode breakdowns was, like... Oh, okay. Um, he, he was, like... It's possible that she was only saying the gambling thing to throw off the spy who's the driver. Like, I thought that was pretty Could obvious. Be. I think, like, that's... I feel like that's definitely what was happening. I thought that was pretty okay, obvious. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, I, you know... Yeah, I don't know what to make of her husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now they have the perfect uh, yeah, cover I'm not story. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. And then, what do you think about Dedra Miro, Nero and Cyril Karn? I'm like, what is going on there? Oh. He's weird. Yeah, he is weird. Yeah. And his overprotective mom, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That yeah. overbearing mother. I'm like, wow. I'm like, she could be another antagonist in the show. Yeah. On a smaller level, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, it's like with the mom, like, you know, you get the feeling that she was maybe um he he was being criticized unfairly unjustly by her but then in, yeah. in this episode doesn't he steal money from her or something he, he like, does he does so yeah I, th- I, I think he does yeah. it goes oh this is who he this is who he is yeah he's like yeah. he's that kid you know yeah and so her her like scolding him he earned every one of those um and uh that's a great point i thought that was i thought that was a great that was a great point a great moment because like this is not the first time he's done this yeah Um, yeah no yeah no you're absolutely right (laughs) that's a great point no totally yeah but yeah it's just it's so well done i mean i think every scene is is uh 
It's I've said it before. I, I stand by. It. I think it's my new favorite show of all time. It's like not just Star it's Wars. Definitely, it's definitely my favorite show in the Star Wars universe for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Favorite show of all time? Yeah, I'm not sure for me yet. Did you hang around for the post credit sequence? Somebody uh, tipped me off to it, so I had to go re- I had to go back and watch it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Were you surprised? Uh, no. I mean, we knew the Death Star was being built, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you... and that was the main thing in Rogue One. Yeah. I yeah. I did not though. Even though I went back and saw it, I didn't pick up on the things that Andor and the prisoners were building was in that shot. So I had to go watch it again because someone pointed Ser- out. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They those were components for the um, the beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the the the, the little disc. bowl part. Yeah. Yeah. The disc. Yeah. I just like, didn't. I just didn't oh! see it. Of course it is. I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that totally makes sense because, you know, that that was the main, one of the main thing. I mean, it was the main thing in Rogue One. And I'm like, oh, got it. Yes, that makes total sense that yes. Yeah. Um, so it's all good. I'm glad there's a season two coming out. Yep. They need to close the loop on his sister. That's a open-ended thing there. Yeah, I although Marva was telling him to stop looking that, you know, she's she didn't make it. Yeah. Right? I don't I don't think he's yeah, I don't know. done with it though. I think he'll still Yeah, okay. Ask questions. Okay. I don't know. So we were I, 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 I really want to ask you this. So we were talking about props mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. And you know, film paraphernalia and stuff. If a if an auction house had a prop or a thing mm-hmm. that you would say, Oh, okay, you know and money you know, being no object here is there a prop that you've always wanted <laughs> to like bid on or like have in a you know collection whether it's the star you know or the star wars universe or have they ever made a live action zelda no Mm-mm. no okay okay or any like you know any film yeah would there be like one <laughs> prop <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. Um, okay. Yeah, I I don't know. That's a hard one. I have to think about that. Okay. Um, there's just, there's, I mean, because there's a lot. There's a lot of them. Oh, but okay, okay. What about you? Do you have one? Uh, yeah, I think, um, I have... Because like I, my my initial answer, I feel like is just too obvious. Like I would love to have the One Ring from Lord of the Rings. Oh really? But, okay. But I'm, okay. But I'm pretty sure they they said they made like a a large one with the inscription on it, so they could get the camera around so it. So you could get the camera. Okay. Yeah. Like that's the one I would want. Like not the one to wear, okay. but like that one. 
Right. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. But I feel like that's just such a a low hanging fruit answer. The one. Okay. The one. Okay. So, what about you, buddy? Yeah. So for me, um, not the eleven foot, not the six foot, not the four foot, but there is a small model of the USS Enterprise D that they used for filming some of the shots when before you know computers took over everything mm-hmm. and Star Trek used to make you know model ships there is a i think it's a it's a 2 or 3 foot model of the Enterprise D that would be pretty cool cuz the Enterprise D you know even though I, I I was introduced to Star Trek uh, for the original series, yeah, my favorite ship was the Enterprise D. And yeah, that was always something that I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Do you, do you know who owns it? Have you ever looked it up? <clears throat> yeah, so I think... Um, so they did a, a 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I think it was the 40th anniversary. I'm not sure if it was the 50th. I think it was the 40th anniversary and Sotheby's had an auction of the model of some of the models that were used and they went for six figures like way over you know okay. um, and I and I think some fan somewhere does have okay um a model of the Enterprise D wow somewhere in their collection okay and then the other one and the other one is uh, Picard's Resican flute from an episode called Inner Light. That would be, that would also be really cool. <laughs> oh and yeah. I, but and, and and that was showcased. And someone does have that. I know that. Okay. Someone did get that at auction. Okay. So, not as iconic as the the one ring to <laughs> save us all or whatever the. The, ch- the chant is or whatever mm-hmm. um, I'm not well versed in that do you know it by heart? Mm, well so the one that is quoted in the movie is not the full quote oh there, okay. There's a, there, okay there is a full poem um, the, so, so what does Gandalf say he says one ring yeah, dude, I don't remember. Yeah, I know it's one ring to rule them all, one ring to rule them one, all, right? One okay. ring to find them. No, th- then it's one ring to rule them all, and in the darkness bind them. Um, okay. But yeah, I don't. I, I guess I just don't remember the first part. Mostly because I'm tired. Uh, but uh, yeah, there there was a time when I easily could have told you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, and I know that Elijah Wood has the the small one. I don't know. If that's oh, the big one. oh, they yeah. did. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. He's he's talked about that. People are like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Which good for him. He, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was <laughs> the bearer, the ring bearer. Yeah, yeah, Mister Frodo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, anything else you want to talk about? 
Uh, no, just something off topic. Um, sad news uh, that happened the last couple of days. Christine McVeigh uh, passed away suddenly, and uh, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sad. As a classic rock fan. Yeah. Was she in the like main lineup? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, she was married to John McVeigh, and she wrote quite a few of their hits. Um, and yeah, she was just a, she had a great voice, and that's how she'll always live forever. But yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, bummer. Well, um, everybody who's still listening, thanks for listening. Yes. I mean, you get two podcasts in one, really. That's true, yeah. That's <laughs> true, yeah. We appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on all the things. Follow me on TikTok. Gabora. G-A-B-E-O-R-A. Gabora. Woo! Um, I've been posting zelda content only on there oh so. okay yes <laughs> those those have been a lot of fun though um so yeah we appreciate it and until next time live long and prosper and may the force be with you